Welcome to the City Life Podcast. This podcast is here as a resource to journey together, connecting where you can, whenever you can, in your everyday. Enjoy listening. Be encouraged to share, be inspired and be blessed as you do so. Welcome to the City Life Podcast. This is the second episode that we're doing on Grow uh, in our Jesus-centred living uh, topic. We've been catching up with Fiona Pease, who was an absolute delight to talk to, so I hope you really enjoy my chat with her. So next week, we are meeting for our worship week um, on the 28th at St Albans at 4pm, so really hoping to catch up with as many of you as can get there then. Um, but also wanted to just put in your diaries the 22nd of June, which we are having a day of prayer and fasting as a church, which is actually going to include um, an evening uh, gathering to worship together and pray and um, feedback the things that God is saying. An invite is coming out about that in the next day or so, so please keep an eye on your social media, your emails, um, to have a look at that invite with some more details and information about um, what that might look like. And that's quite enough of listening to me for now. So um, let's go over and listen to our interview with Fiona. Enjoy. Hi, Fiona. <laughs> is it on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is it. Welcome to the podcast. Thank um, you. It's really just lovely to be here and to chat to you. Um, we're talking today about um, Jesus-centred living. And firstly, just to ask you, I re- I've known you f- forever, but mostly, <laughs> but mostly because of random meetups on yes. holiday. Yes. Uh, on holidays. So um, I've known you for a long time, but I'm really aware that maybe not everyone knows very much about you. So I wanted to just ask you three questions. The first one is. What is your, who's your family? Talk to me about your family just really briefly. Okay, so I'm married to Steve, who um, we're in quite a challenging situation. He's very poorly with Parkinson's at the moment. Um, we have four lovely children. <laughs> no, 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 so... not really children anymore, then. <laughs> no, no. Um, all in their 30s and one is actually 40, which makes me feel quite old. <laughs> And eight grandchildren, one of whom is due to be born on Friday. And Goodness it's, me! It's not going to go any later than that. So. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl? It's a girl, yes. It's a girl. Do you have so, a name? Heidi. Heidi, wow, exciting! <laughs> so we have four grandsons and four granddaughters. Wow. Very okay. neat and tidy. <laughs> wow, yeah, absolutely. Well, blessings on Friday. <laughs> yes. It's pretty well. Um, great, so that's the kids that's yeah. you tell me a bit about um your sort of journey maybe like how you became part of city life what led you here why you're you know part of this family so <clears throat> i became a christian at 16 um the church city life as it is now was in those days lighthouse fellowship um so it's been through a few changes yeah 
Um, I was never going to go to Lighthouse Fellowship because I'd heard rumours, rumours about hugging and speaking in tongues and things. So, oh. no, I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> wow. Um, so I went to Bittern C of E, right. trekked all the way across Southampton every Sunday, um, but was growing really due to my Christian friends at college. Mm. Then college ended and... Um, and the C of E church wasn't really doing it for me anymore. So I rang a friend who went to Lighthouse. <laughs> Swallowed <Right>. my <laughs> my words wow. and so, asked okay. her to take me. And I think she yeah. nearly fainted dead away. But that was the start of it. Wow, that uh, must have been quite a journey from that cause sort of gifts of the Holy Spirit and, and, and yes. not maybe believing them or practising them, certainly to coming to yeah be part of us so the the first meeting that i went to just felt like home and just kind of carried on Hooray. from there through all of the church's changes and then in 1995 it became half became bridge half became city life our friends were all in bridge so that's what we did mm-hmm. until that ended in 2016 and then we came back fab Okay, well, I feel like I know you a little bit better than that, so that's really nice. Okay, first question, well, a first question on the podcast. Um, what is it that, why, why is it that you think that being close to Jesus is an important thing for life? Oh my goodness, I just cannot imagine life without him. Um, life has been very challenging the last few years. I mentioned about Steve's mm. illness I don't know how people do that journey without God, to be perfectly mm. honest. Um, and I suppose becoming a Christian in my mid-teens, I've never, I've never done any of life's kind of big stuff mm. without God. So I cannot begin to imagine yeah. what that's like. Do you think that, and I guess everyone's probably had some sort of experience of this, but... Do you think that facing big, challenging things actually brings you closer to Jesus? Yes, I think it does. Um, I mean, we're holding out for a healing miracle, but in the journey, we have had so many little Mm. miracles. I mean, they're not little, are they? But in comparison, in our heads, Mm. they are, Um, you know, there's a verse that says God orders our steps and that's probably one of my favourite verses, short as it is, um, because that's exactly what I feel he does. You know, he rearranges things, he puts things into place. Mm. You know, you meet people, yeah. you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I've, I've just seen that all the way through our yeah. lives, really. That's really encouraging. It's really encouraging to hear that, especially in those moments where you really need, you know, yes, that sort of extra, come on, we just need a bit of Jesus or um, we need things to come through for us yeah. in a particular way that he, he does, even if it's not in the way you expect. I guess. Yes. And I would say particularly um, the times that Steve has ended up in hospital and it's always, always our aim certainly in recent years for him not to end up in hospital um but nevertheless he has Mm. numerous times but every single time 
God has brought like a a big change that's for the better mm. in our circumstances mm. out of that hospital stay mm. and that's more than coincidence yeah and um you know from a medical point of view he didn't really need to be staying in there he shouldn't have been in in the first place mm. but god has brought good out of it so yeah Yes, that's he's so good. definitely got our backs. <laughs> that's so good. Well, that's 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 a really good answer. <laughs> um, okay, so I suppose the next thing to go on to naturally would be like how how do you do it then? How because I know that sometimes it's especially if life is life is a bit stressful or you've got lots of things on. It's quite easy to forget to put Jesus first. But but how so? How is it you feel like you manage to get the time or put in the things that that put Jesus first in your life so um again I just feel like it's the grace of God that has kind of you know Mm. um ordered my steps if you like Mm. so the biggest change came I think it was in lockdown I didn't really have a particular time of day probably if you'd asked me and this seems ridiculous because it was locked down <laughs> so what else did we have to do but I always felt like um the day was really full and mm. I didn't well I didn't have a particular time of day that I would just stop and um kind of direct my thoughts towards God but um my friend the lovely Pat Fairburn um, suggested to me one day that she would do a video call with me every day at the same time um, but we wouldn't chat we wouldn't um, pray out loud it was just time for me to focus on God um, and I had that kind of um, incentive that someone else was giving their time to make sure I did that and that so yes that was amazing and um that was a real game changer for me at that time so I was spending sort of half an hour to three quarters I suppose every day Mm. just praying about something and um at the same time our routine changed in as much as my um routine with steve and medication so every day had to begin with grinding down a shed load of tablets um which takes well it can take about half an hour depending how distracted i get because that then became my time with god Mm. so for a while i was doing both and then i said to pat i really feel like i don't um well i don't want to do the afternoons anymore and funnily enough that worked out perfectly with her because she'd come to the point where she didn't need to be doing Mm. that either so um that seems to happen a lot with god and timing so first thing in the morning i'm you know i'm sitting there grinding tablets (laughs) so (laughs) that has become like Mm. my god slot and um that's either for praying or, or reading scripture mm. or recently he's been bringing various books to my attention. I was going to say, because you are, um, it feels to me anyway, that you're quite a reader and that... Well, I have become one. Yeah. <laughs> and do you feel like that that's just something God invited you to 
recently then, or has that always been the way? Um, so I am a reader generally, and I have read a lot of Christian books, um, maybe not quite as much as I have done recently. So I felt like, so the first thing that happened was um, Pat again was saying, <laughs> I really think we need to like be reading the New Testament, like all of us, you know. Um, and for me, I'd read the New Testament once when I was a new Christian, all the way through, and then dipped into bits of it, and then felt, oh, you know, I should be reading the Old Testament because I haven't read that, and then would just, like, plough through mm. <laughs> endless books. I'm not sure how much I was getting out of it. So this thing that Pat said recently about reading the New Testament just kind of gave me a new... Mm you know a new kind of energy to do that so I read the gospels and that was really good um, and I read them in my study bible so there was like a bit of extra information that I was getting and then after that God very specifically was guiding me to certain books that have been on our bookshelf forever that had just been completely under my radar mm. And there's been four of them. I might be on the fifth one. I'm still, like, the jury's still out on that one. Um, but certainly four that I've felt a real kind of push from the Holy Spirit to read them. Yeah. And they have been absolutely the right thing for me to be reading at mm. that time. Mm. And have really spoken to me and I've kind of worked through things with God that he's brought to my attention through the books so it sounds really like how you sort of how you keep yourself close to to actually be quite responsive but also be quite flexible in that taking prompts from the Holy Spirit but also it works inside your own family routine if you've got things with Steve or carers coming or you know whatever whatever's going on then actually you've been able to flex your time with God to when you know what the things that work for you and still let God speak I guess yeah how do you feel that you and Steve or or maybe that you help Steve to engage with God I know he worships because Mm. you know you put a bit of worship music on and he's in the zone yeah absolutely (laughs) so um When I give Steve his breakfast, I usually read something and I've got into the habit of Mm. telling him to listen with his spirit. So I've been reading a book of blessings that talks about you receive on a whole different level, sort of Mm. into your Mm. spirit. You Mm. don't need your your mind necessarily. So you can you can kind of like pray things over people and Mm. um pray to their spirit Mm. like speak to their spirit like if it's a blessing they don't have to even be present so um I've been reading things to him that way and then after breakfast he has a a bit of um lying down time waiting for carers to come Mm. so I would put worship music on then yeah that's great and he seems to enjoy that yeah yeah. you know friends come round and pray with us and pray over him so that's always good yeah that's good. I mean, it feels like there's an element of 
of of sort of um just taking by faith that God is moving and and actually my my okay my experience this I might have put this in my experience of being really poorly when I've had moments of being in hospital being you know really poorly mm. is that actually the peace that Jesus brings when you're very poorly <laughs> is something else yeah. you know it's something other and I think for me it feels like an encouragement to just be able to take by faith that Jesus is really close to Steve does that make sense yes yeah um, I feel sure that he is yeah. thank you so much thank you for being part of the podcast <laughs> for coming on the podcast and yeah talking to me I know it's going to be a real encouragement to people to oh, hope so. sort of hear a bit of your story and hear a bit of you know how how you do it and get a bit of inspiration from that thank you for those of you who are interested i am delighted to report that baby heidi arrived safely on thursday so a day earlier than expected but um all's well and everybody's healthy so great news congratulations to fiona and steve